career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, it's time to scratch that itch and to be a better man. Yes, you are in the right space. 40 plus real man, real talk, where you're about to enter the arena where guys talk about everything. We take our gladiator gear, we put it on, and then we take it off because we go to the softer side of what it really means to truly be a man without shame. And today we're going to step into the arena of kindness. And I know some of you are gonna go, hmm, yeah, whatever. Well, you know what, don't do that because I got the king of kindness here coming on the podcast with me. He's a buddy of mine I met through some speaking stuff I'm involved with, and then he was on my other podcast, Life on Closet, and I have to tell you, Rocco Coza is the guy that I turn to these days when I need a good dose of kindness. So, hey, bro, thanks for being here once again and supporting me in my endeavors to make the world a better place. So, Oh, man, it's my pleasure. I truly appreciate you having me. Hey, yeah. So today we're going to do that deep dive because we're both over 40 years old yeah. and through some stuff in life. <laughs> and yep. today I'm wishing my feet would be a little bit kinder to me. But hey, what are you going to do? So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's dive into this, man. It's kind of interesting yeah. about, you know, us guys, it's like, okay, when we're young, we kind of get this vibe going that, okay, be nice to everybody. And then depending on the routes we take and, you know, the blueprints that get laid down in front of us, we can either be real assholes or we can be really nice guys. So why this suddenly, like, this is your thing. This is the thing that you're like, I want to stand for this. Why did that come into being, man? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's interesting because I was, you know, I was raised by a single mother and grandmother and two aunts. So I okay. I was raised by basically four women and my right. my mother remarried when I was 10, so my stepdad came into play then, but they always instilled in me at a young age that, you know, to be kind to everyone. You know, that traditional Italian family, those those kind values and I've taken that to heart throughout my entire career and, you know, at 41 when I look back at all the opportunities I've had in my life in business right. and otherwise, they all stem from kindness. Mm. And that's why it's such a powerful message to me. And I have kids and I'm trying to impart that message upon. Yeah. Yeah. So for you personally, what would you say embodies kindness for you? Is there like something that you say, okay, this is what, when I see somebody, this is what kindness looks like. I know that's a big question, but for you personally. Yeah. I mean, for me, it really boils down to giving your time. I always say time is the most precious resource we have. And, you know, me as a lawyer, right, we're, we're taught that our time is money. You know, we shouldn't give it away. But right. I look at that's the one resource in life we can't buy, we can't manufacture, we can't get any more of. So when a person chooses to give that time to another individual with no expectation, that's the key, no expectation of anything in return, that in my mind is the true definition of kindness. I love that because I think a lot of us, myself included here, there, there are moments in time where it's like, okay, I, I need this. And then it's like, well, wait, why am I doing this? There, yeah. there, there's so much self gain to be all that sort of stuff. And even as I call, as I'm calling out to guys to be on this podcast, cause I feel really passionate about this podcast. Mm -hmm. The old Rick would have been like, come on, do this. Cause this is going to make me feel really good. 
And I'm kind of like, if somebody wants to do this, great. If they don't, that's totally cool too. Because to me, this is all about stepping into a space where it's a form of kindness. I only want to deliver this and I only want to have people that are coming on to this to be with me in these moments who realize that what we're trying to do here is extend a hand of kindness to say, guys, you can do these things. You can be these kind of men. You can go do the things. And we, it's okay to also stand up for some stuff. But I'm hoping that this is just a generous hand, you know, handful of stuff that we hand out to somebody. Not because I want anything from it other than this just really speaks to me. And I think that's I kind of the epitome. You know? Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with you. It's, it's amazing that you're, you know, you're giving this platform to other men, men like me that have a message to spread. Mm-hmm. And you're giving us that platform to hopefully impact other men like us. Because as men, you know, we get boxed into those stereotypes. Yes. We're told to be a certain way. And we have that fear. I mean, we all have it. We all have that fear and that self-doubt that if we let a little bit of that softer side out, what are people going to think? Mm-hmm. But I think it just as a man, you know, I'm 41 years old. You just have to embrace it because when you embrace it, it you create this bigger impact on the yep. world, on your family, your friends. It's just an amazing thing to watch. I've watched other people do it. I've watched my own transformation. It's just an amazing thing to see. It's, that's really uh, just a poignant way of looking at things. In fact, as you were speaking, it got me thinking for myself, if I'm not in a space of kindness – I really become an ass. I I can go there like, I can go there in like, you know, a heartbeat because it's like, okay, you know, suddenly we bristle us guys, as I said in the intro, we kind of put our armor on and we go into the arena. It's like, well, wait, what is this? You know, other than really protecting something, what is this going to get us? Most of the time it's not. Exactly. It's going to blow up in our face. Yep. And and it's, it's almost ironic that because of how we've been socialized that, Every step a guy is supposed to take when you think of the true stereotypes of manhood, you know, and everything, there's not a lot of it that's associated with this thought of being kind. It's really more about being, you know, brutal and doing things. And, you know, not that there isn't some kindness in taking a stand and owning, you know, going to battle for something. Yes, there's a piece of that there too. But for the most part, a lot of the ways we guys have to get socialized there's not a lot of kindness wrapped around that at all. No, there isn't. And and that's the unfortunate part. And that's why to me, this message I have is so important, especially because, you know, I have three kids, two of them are daughters and my son's my oldest. And I look at, you know, I'm his example and I'm, you know, I'm who the, the, my daughters will compare every man against. Absolutely. I want to make sure that they look at me like, kindness matters it comes first because without that nothing else matters Mm -mm. if i can't Mm -mm. if i can't be kind and give to another human being what's the point of being here yeah yeah you know it's interesting talking about daughters i remember many many years ago i picked my daughter up at school it was her my oldest daughter first year in high school Mm -hmm. and she got in the car and she said dad i have something i want to tell you Okay, here we go. <laughs> Who knows where we're going here? You know, because my first thought was, oh my God, we're pregnant. You know, now how am I going to oh. do this? You know, but I'm like, wait, she doesn't even seem like the type that would even be already, you know, having sex or anything. <laughs> and she just said, I'm dating Olivia. And I like, oh my God, I wanted to drive off the road and I didn't do some stuff that was very kind. Sure. And the next day when I picked her up, 
-hmm. she got in the car and I could tell there was still like this weird distance, you know, it was like, okay, we didn't, I didn't handle things the best way that I could. And this was at a, in a time frame when I was still carrying a lot of baggage from things my parents had said to me, and I'm not justifying how I acted, but that was actually what it was. My parents had said to me at one point in time, oh my God, I can't believe you're, you're doing this. You're going to ruin your daughter's lives by coming out of the closet. You're going to da da da, you know? So all in that moment, that little kernel in the back of my own consciousness was, look what you're doing. You're screwing up your kids. And now suddenly here she says, I'm dating this girl, right? Yeah. So she gets in the car the second day and she, I said, you okay? And she goes, no. I'm like, okay. And she goes, of all the people in my life, dad, I thought you would have understood mm. that love is love. Wow. And talk about taking the wind out of your cells. Wow. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, one of those moments as a parent, you're like, wow, I really screwed up. I, mean, I literally fucked up, you know, big time. Yeah. <laughs> but because of that, it was the first time that I started realizing I really need to start releasing some stuff mm -hmm. of other people's expectations, even though coming out was like a lot of that. Now here I am in this next layer, this next chapter, and I can't let this continue to dictate how I interact with people, let alone my own daughters. And that moment was a biggie for me because I realized I came off very unkind in the way I reacted to her. Yeah. And then it got me thinking about the other times I'd done that and it began to set the pace for where I went. And I still, there are moments like I'm really cognizant with those girls at times when some of this stuff comes up, which we're so far beyond at this point, but there'll be little things that come up and I go back to that moment. And that's why I'm sharing it today. It's because... Yeah. I think as guys, we have, we're given the opportunities to play the kindness card. Yeah. But then because of how we've been blueprinted, we don't know how to do it. Yeah. It's and hard. That, it's, it is hard. What is, what is one of the challenges you find, Rocco, that when you come up against that, it's like, okay, I know I need to do this, but then suddenly you just didn't. So yeah. what is that thing that really like, how do you get yourself back on track, man? You know, I, I always say where I, where I struggle the most is that it's that competitive aspect that I have. You know, I've always been, a, you know, that, that type A competitive personality. And when I get in those situations where I know, you know, my gut is telling me I need to approach this with compassion and some, some softness. Mm -hmm. But there's still, you know, if, I, if it's in a situation where I can see that, you know, I can get something out of this. That's that struggle I have. It's that competitive nature. Yep. I have to then tell myself, stop myself and say, look, no, that's not how you operate. And it's really becoming, you know, I've had to become very self-aware to understand my own self, to know yep. when I'm getting close to that threshold and how to pull mm. myself back. And I always come back to, you know, my grandmother, you know, she passed away last year, but she was the biggest inspiration to me. And she really, always just not even by what she said just by how she was right i always look back and say would she approve of what i'm doing mm. she was kind yet strong and i said i can be kind yet very strong and yep. i kind of emulate her and i always look and that's kind of my that's my you know thermometer i always say yeah yeah it's a it's a great one and it was interesting earlier today i was recording another pod well my other podcast with a, mm -hmm. a different guest and um he made a statement that said, <clears throat> he said, you can't love what you try to control and you can't control what you try to love. Wow. And I knew you and I were getting ready to have this conversation yeah. this afternoon. And I thought, actually, you could take love, 
mm-hmm. and put kindness in there. You can't be kind to what you're trying to control and you can't control what you're trying to be kind to. It's so interesting yeah. because yeah. it actually resonates both ways. This control Absolutely. piece is where I think so many of us guys mm-hmm. lose control and then we can't be kind or we try to control things so much that we can't be kind. It's like this fine line that we got to walk yeah. here to figure out what kindness really looks like and every day we're challenged by it. Absolutely. And not that women aren't challenged by this either, but every day in every way, I think there's this construct of masculinity that says, guys, we're not supposed to do this. You know, we're supposed yeah. to be rough and you know, all this. Yeah. And then the minute you let the, the mask down, then you get the, Oh, you're kind of a pussy or a wuss, you know, <laughs> you know, and then before you know it, it's like, okay, well, where are we supposed to stand then for God's sake? You know, yeah. where do we face this? So um, it's, what, yeah, it's hard. And, and the, the struggle I've always faced is, you know, look, my name's Rocco. I'm Italian. Right. <laughs> I'm a bigger guy. I have a beard. I'm a lawyer. So right. all of those things are playing against the kindness card from, from the uh-huh. impression or the perception of me being a kind person. And I always pride myself on I can get people because when people meet me initially without talking to me, they they get that impression of me. Yep, this guy's a dick. Right, like he's he's a lawyer. He's got a beard. You know, right. he's a bigger guy. He's an Italian. He's probably an asshole. Right. But then when I break them down, and, and that's how kindness has always benefited me without unintentionally. Right. But it's that's the struggle. It's that you know I know the perception going into something that people have of me, yeah. and I've got to break past that. Well, I think that's part of what holds many of us, men or women, but I'm going to play to men for sure, is people have this perception of this is how a guy's supposed to be, and kindness fits in there to a point. Yes. And that's as far as you're supposed to go. Do not pass go. Do not collect your $200. You know, Don't go around the Monopoly board of life and go any be- further beyond that. This is how you play the kind card. you know. And then suddenly we don't play it right. And then we get beat up for it too. So, yeah, absolutely. So, as we wrap this up, buddy, because we go deep, guys, we go quick, we talk about this stuff. But as we wrap this up, I wanted to know for you in your own way, what's the thing that you've most gained from really stepping into this essence of kindness is really so important to you? What have you gotten from that overall in life? Wow, you know, that's a fantastic question. And if I could sum it up, Mm -hmm. I would say, kindness has helped me realize who I really am as a man and what it means to really be a man. Mm. And by, by embracing that kindness in treating others, especially my wife, kids and, and close business associates, when I've approached life that way, it, it really made me, you know, cause I struggled in my twenties trying to figure out who I was as a man. And as I unwound myself and figured out how kindness fit in, Yep. That's the biggest thing I took. It helped me figure out who I was as a man and what it means to really be a man. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that this is where we're ending this because I would love to challenge all the guys that are listening. Define kindness for you in your way. It's not, there is not a one size fit all as there isn't in most things in life, but find the thing that works for you. And guess what? If it bucks the system and it pisses some people off, you're probably on the right track. <laughs> You're truly Absolutely. probably on the right track. So, um, well, hey, bro, I'm so glad we got to do this. I love that, that you came back. You gave us some more wisdom. Love what you're doing in the world. We'll have ways for all of you guys to connect up with Rocco and see what he is doing out there. But go out there, guys. Be kind and make every day a 40-plus real man, real talk space where all men can come and do the things we need to do. Being the men we're meant to be. That's a wrap for 40-plus real men, real talk. 
where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where the conversations continue.